0: Hello and welcome to the 40N News Podcast with your host, James Coppert. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Aye, aye, this is the 40N News Podcast with your host, James Coppert. Welcome back, everyone, or if you're brand new. Welcome. Um, What we do here is we deliver the news each week that's anything within the 40N kind of category. So that is anything paranormal, supernatural. It could be ghosts, poltergeists, cryptids, UFOs, anything just weird and wonderful of all those kind of amazing, creepy things that are a big part of my life and a big part of what I find fascinating. Uh, The way the show started was I used to read the news and think, why doesn't anyone else bring the kind of headlines of what's going on so that we can share it with the world. So as there wasn't one there, I decided to do it myself. So here we are and we've got new listeners from Canada, um, Austria, Switzerland, as well as all the American and the British listeners. So welcome and Hello to each and every one of you. So I know I say it every week, but it's because it's true. I can't tell you how much it means to me that just one person, let alone numerous people, are listening. I am so grateful. It means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. Do get in touch if you have any suggestions or anything you want to say. Uh, also, if you have any local news that you kind of in your area that I won't get to see that, that you think could feature... The email address is 40NNewsPodcast at That is 40NNewsPodcast at gmail.com. And I will try and respond to every single email I get. Um, there isn't many at the moment, so that's a fairly easy job. But I no, really am grateful to every single one of you. So without further ado, here is this week's 40N News. The conspiracy theory world has been going into corona meltdown with information released to the media by American intelligence. This stated that the Wuhan lab had a sudden and complete cell phone blackout for the very first time for a period in October, suggesting that there was no one working in the building. Now what makes this particularly significant, apart from it occurring the same time as the first cases of the virus were being recorded, but also due to cell phone blackouts never having occurred before in the entire history of the building since its very first opening? Also, various scientists have completed testing in the Wuhan wet market and the animal produce on sale there. They have concluded that there is absolutely no link between what is being sold and the coronavirus. Although it definitely was the centre point of the outbreak, they are predicting that it was actually a human super spreader attending the market and passing the pathogen on than it being linked to something that was being sold. Lastly, numerous countries testing the virus and its genetic path have stated that it is naturally attached to human DNA far too quickly, efficiently and effectively with no time for natural evolution. They summarise that this must mean some sort of genetic engineering as this could not occur naturally in the time period of its existence. What does all this mean? I'll let you decide. But things are increasingly looking less like conspiracy theories as the evidence begins to mount. And yes, although the thought of a genetically engineered virus escaping and killing thousands is terrifying, the internet has taken the fear factor up a whole extra level with news of another dangerous escapee. Rumours were flying around this week that the haunted doll Annabelle Star of the Conjuring movies, had escaped from its locked glass case that she's housed in the Warren's Museum of Haunted Objects in Connecticut. A little like most political speeches in the world, the fact that it wasn't even in the slightest bit true didn't deter words spreading like fire online and left people gazing in the corners of their room on the off chance that she was standing right there behind them. You're looking, aren't you? It was confirmed the same day that Annabelle was safe and well in her home, abiding by the lockdown rules and limiting her travel. The conspiracy theory, that it was in fact Annabelle herself who entered the Wuhan lab and purposely let out the virus, was started right here, right now. An incredible photograph emerged at the beginning of the week in local Birmingham newspapers before being picked up the next day by the national British media. It is claimed to be the image, caught on security footage, of a phantom black-haired woman with no feet and wearing a long white dress travelling through a building site in the middle of the night. Is this haunting image a fantastic hoax or a genuine apparition? Well, like a real actual journalist may do, I dug a little deeper and did some investigation. I managed to speak to someone at the actual firm about the incident, and I know the information I was given I was told was off the record and not to publish. Let me just put it this way. The people who work there genuinely believe that it is real, and without saying it explicitly, those who are still working at that site won't be walking about on their own anymore to do their rounds, that's for sure. This is likely a residual spirit taking the same journey over and over and questions arise as to who she is and what she's doing. Some have hypothesised she looks like she's leaving her wedding in a bridal gown or that what she's wearing is possibly a funeral dress, both of which are equally creepy. My suggestion that she was out to get in the queue early for the store Next's big sale has been met with a lot less fanfare. But whatever the answer... I feel this is just the beginning of the story for the Brummy woman in white. Lockdown has seen a huge increase in global UFO sightings. This could be down to less people sat in the office and instead looking up at the sky and happening to see what is always there or some other people have been guessing on interviews heard on coast-to-coast Coast AM and in internet chat rooms, is that we're being monitored as our friends from outer space slash interdimensions, delete as appropriate, are worried about us. Others have said that like animals with less people around, they're taking over the skies again. Weighing into the argument, former USA government military intelligence advisor Christopher Mellon thinks they're trying to create a map of our planet a little like Google Maps. My answer to this is then surely why not use Google Maps? Now, if they can travel through space-time or over various dimensions, then logic suggests that they may have the technology to download the app. Some sightings are invariably a result of Elon Musk's army of new satellites. One of these Starlink sightings was given as the answer to a spate of UFO sightings above Sydney this week. Despite this, there have been a number of other strange UFO sightings around the world. Here's a highlight of just some of them. Ivan Wagner, a Russian cosmonaut, was filming the Aurora Borealis, aka the Northern Lights, from space on board the International Space Station, when he suddenly picked up that weird squadron of UFOs that have reported being seen globally on other episodes. This suggests that they're not satellites, as most of the skeptics have stated, as surely not only would they look, obviously, like satellites from space, but the space station would have records of what and whereabouts in orbit are all the satellites. Check out the footage yourself, as this is hugely compelling from a highly respected space engineer. A man from Maltby, named Andrew Pollard, known as a plane enthusiast, a.k.a. nerd, went to Doncaster Airport to do some filming of the planes coming into land and taking off. The footage he recorded went viral as he was shocked to film an unknown object flying at huge speed over the top of one of the aircraft. Other social media observers, including one claiming to be an aviation expert, stated that the object is far too fast in comparison to the jet to be any human aircraft he has ever witnessed or is even aware of. Also this week, the cigar-shaped asteroid named 2020 QC passed by our planet going into the record box by being the biggest asteroid to come this close to our planet without colliding with it. Which is nice, isn't it? This was reported in the news the same time that Professor Avi Leop, an astrophysicist from Harvard University, said that his studies have concluded that the, now are you ready for this, Oumuamua Asteroid, which passed our planet three years ago, was not actually an interstellar asteroid from another galaxy at all, but alien technology. Now when the one of the world's most renowned scientists is coming out with statements like this, alongside the same time that the USA military is confirming sightings of other planetary UFOs, then we must surely be coming closer to some sort of disclosure. And next, as previously reported... Texas has had a bit of a 2020 UFO hotspot and this week didn't disappoint. A huge red triangle with no lights or movement was seen and filmed stationary in the night sky before vanishing. Many sceptics have suggested it's the secret, in inverted commas, USA spy plane TR-3B. Although if this is the case, then I want an answer as to why and how it was stationary in the air and also what reason a USA spy plane would have to spy on Texas its own soil. Frequently, Florida is also another hotspot, and this week, a family on holiday saw and filmed a black UFO disc on the horizon of the ocean, which has been passed on to MUFON. The black disc seems to be monitoring one spot above the water, dipping down a number of times before disappearing. Just remember, black UFOs matter. The USA continues to have a number of UFO sightings this week. A flaming white UFO was witnessed and photographed by multiple witnesses over Minnesota. It was a flaming white ball with the tail that shot across the sky and then out of sight. The right-wingers were happy, as they were also heard shouting that white UFOs matter too. Finally, in UFO stories this week, Paul Bryan was trying to film lightning outside his home in Cambridge, UK, when a strange UFO flew at speed over his rooftop. Now when the film image is frozen, you can see that the craft is oval in shape and metallic with black stripes and no clear sign of identifiable propulsion. The image is completely unidentifiable and flies with incredible speed. These are a lot of sightings and let's be clear, these are just the ones that made the British national press this week. Now is it a coincidence Or is it a result of the weakening of the Earth's magnetic field, an issue that NASA reported they have been looking into this week? Some proper fortune weather occurred this week in Alton in Switzerland, which was straight out of one of my dreams after chocolate started raining from the sky. Chocolate powder has been falling from the sky, giving everything in Alton a brown dusting like something straight out of Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Now as much as I wanted to believe this is just a miracle of magic, and then imagine Umpalumpers in Swiss traditional dress singing about the morality of hiding money in Swiss bank accounts... It was in fact due to malfunction in Lint cooling system. So while roasting the cocoa beans, it was then getting into the ventilation and then twinned with strong winds blowing chocolate over nearby residential areas. Ah, chocolate. Just imagine. Oompa lumpa dum tu dee i have got another puzzle for you. Free taxation for the rich accounts in Swiss. Some of them are just taking the... <clears throat> yes. Um... <laughs> oh, yes. He is back. Now, anyone that's heard the 14 News podcast before will know that Scott C. Waring is a regular on this show. And why is he in the news this week? Well, he's been studying pictures on Mars from the Curiosity rover and claims to have found a severed alien foot. While Scott is convinced that this truly is a severed foot, I've seen the photo, and though it does look like a foot, I can't deny it, it looks like a rock that happens to be in the shape of a foot, which is, yes, pretty cool, but not proof of aliens getting legless on Mars. Sorry, Scott. Again. Talking of getting legless... This story is from the Daily Mail and is the last story this week on the 14 News Podcast. They reported that in Okinawa in Japan, there is an enormous problem with people getting drunk and falling asleep in the street. Although people getting so drunk they just fall asleep where they are is a very common sight in the UK. Okinawa takes it to an extreme, with 7,000 cases last year alone in one city of Rojoni, which is the Japanese for sleeping on the road. Since January through to June, even with lockdown in place, there have been 2,702 cases of rojo many of them also taking their clothes off before going to sleep. Very sadly, 16 people were hit by cars last year doing this. So, why has Okinawa got such a huge issue? Some of the reasons that have been given is that Okinawa... Has a more temperate temperature, a laid back lifestyle, and drinks with a high alcohol content. These have all been blamed, but there are also plenty of other places with similar reference points, similar temperatures, similar laid back lifestyles, even more laid back at some places, and drinks with even higher alcohol content. So why don't they have the same problem in such huge numbers? This really is a 40 mystery, but If you have any ideas of what's causing it, or if you are from Okinawa and have fallen asleep on the road, then please do email me at 410newspodcast at gmail.com. Sadly, with this story now being published in many British tabloid newspapers, Okinawa may well be the new stag party location, particularly as a lot of money can be saved and not needing to pay for a hotel room with Japanese tarmac being preferred as the new Airbnb. So that's it for another week and I just want to say, and I know it sounds cheesy, but thank you so much to every single person that has listened to this, that's downloaded it, that's subscribed and everything like that. It truly does mean so much to me from the bottom of my heart. Um, A couple of you emailed me, and I don't want to go into great detail, but instead of answering you all individually, I'll just quickly say it now. Um, A couple of you wanted to know about what I meant in that last announcement that I quickly put out. Well, I've got hypermobility, arthritis, and fibromyalgia, which means I am exhausted and in chronic pain all the time. Um, So on top of a full-time job and being on my own looking after two children, um, one of which has got autism and the other learning difficulties it does mean that life is pretty hard and time is not of the greatest quantity um i research every day i spend a lot of time writing this and then recording it and it just isn't always impossible to fit it in on the same day each time which is why i wanted to put the announcement out so people weren't just thinking i wasn't bothered doing it anymore thank you so much for asking it's very kind of you um I'm not after for sympathy or anything like that. It was more of an explanation, just so you know um, why why it wasn't coming out exactly on the dates meant to. So, um, but thank you so much. And honestly, anyone if you enjoy it, please let someone else know who might enjoy it. Please spread the word. Please subscribe. Um, please give me a couple of stars as a rating. I don't think anyone's reviewed it yet. And and just yeah, thank you so much. And seriously, like anyone has any questions. Um, Get in touch, 40nnewspodcast at gmail.com, and I will try and respond to every single email that I get, uh, just because you do mean so much to me. So thank you deeply. It's so lovely when I see the numbers increasing each week, and I I try and imagine who you are, no matter where you are in the world. Um, You're part of this community now. So deeply, from the bottom of my heart, again, thank you so much. Uh, And until next week, just please stay safe, look after yourself and everyone else around you and I look forward to reading you the 40N news again um, and having a bit of a giggle next week as well. Much love to everyone. Good night. Peace.